Should I use apps like Photomath, Grammarly, things like that? Should I use that? If I was a student right now, would I be using that? I was asked how I feel about it, and that is the subject on Season 2, Episode 59. Welcome home, my friends, to the Teacher Answers Podcast, a show where I take high school students' questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 28-year veteran high school teacher and the examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why the high, high school students do what they do. That is my live intro right there. Oh, in one shot. Photo math. Let me explain what it is. <clears throat> okay. There are apps out there and I could handwrite. I could have it in a book. It could be typed on a worksheet. This thing does not care. There's an app out there called Photomath and I'm sure there's 10 more just like it. And you take the camera of your phone, scan the problem, and it will just tell you what the answer is and include the steps to get it. So you could put two in, minus five equals 95, and it will tell you what the answer is and show you the steps on how to get it. Is that a good thing? That's a good question. Um, I was asked how I feel about it on social media. And, you know, I've, I, I have a long answer to that. That's what I deal with every day. You know, this is, this is my job. Um, this isn't an uncle Fred opinion. It's, it's what I do every single day, you know? Uh, so I'm going to give you my 15 minutes of two cents on it. <clears throat> Photo math. Mm -hmm. Um, coffee I'm drinking right now, by the way, Tim Hortons. Straight up Tim, Tim Hortons. I did the math on it. It comes out to be five cents a cup. And yet, people go through the drive-thru and pay two bucks. Crazy. Um, <clears throat> so what is the good and bad about photo math? You understand what I'm talking about, right? This app is free. If you ask a teenager in high school about it, they know about it. They, they do. It, it would be, I think you'd be in the minority if you didn't know about this app because it just straight does it for you. It does it for you. Is that good or bad? Of course it's both, right? It is both. So let's talk about the good first. Let's be Mr. Positive, okay? Um, I think, I encourage the use of this app. I do. I, I'm gonna, now before you're like, oh, <gasps> and get all judgy, hear me out, okay? Hear the whole episode out. And I will tell you exactly what I tell my students about it. I believe <clears throat> that an app like that um, can help those at home um, with no other way of getting help. You know, say you're home and you you have your homework, right? Your math teachers are giving homework, right? Mm-hmm. And... You are at home doing this homework and you encounter a problem and you have no way of getting help. You know, it's possible that my students are the best math people in their house. I mean, that's people are out of practice, right? It's, it's very possible. 
the way a textbook is written, you usually get about five or six examples and then a whole bunch of problems to practice. And, you know, the one you get is never like the example in the book. And it's hard to, it's all hard to follow a math textbook. It's something that I think we don't go over enough of how to use a textbook. When you go to college, if you choose to, you will be most likely using a textbook, right? Um, but yeah, if you have no, no other way to get help before tomorrow morning, when you go to school, by all means, use it, look, look at what, how to, you know, approach this problem and, you know, maybe you can kind of get in a, on a roll and learn from that. It's very possible. Would I have done that if I was 17 years old? Yeah. Heck yeah. I would have been using that. That would have helped me so much. I mean, how many times did you just get a little batch of problems and you didn't know how to do it and you had to wait and then you were trying to learn it. And oh, by the way, there's new stuff being taught. So now you're behind and you got a little hole in your boat that you're trying to plug up in, in the background. Well, it would have been nice to see how that was worked out right before class started. That would be a good thing. Um, the steps most of the time that I've, I've, tried to stump the thing i'm sure it can be stumped the app i'm talking about and most of the time it's accurate and it it's it's weird because it i've had uh students just mess around with it in class i'm like scan this problem and it tells you what textbook it's from just by just by taking a picture of the problem it knows what textbook it's from and has all the answers so you know, the steps most of the time are accurate, but it's probably, well, I'll get, that's a, the, one of the bad things about it is it may only tell you one way to do something, you know? So I think, I think the app's clear and fast. Um, yeah. Do I wish I, this existed when I was in high school? Yeah, totally would have helped a lot. Is it wrong for me as a teacher to say, you're not allowed using that? <sighs> yeah, it's wrong. It's totally wrong. Now, so we're, you know, on a test, obviously you can't use it. So th this is part of the, part of the, the thing that any teacher needs to explain to their students is like, you know, the majority of your grade isn't coming from this homework. It's coming from the test you take and your desk is going to be bare and the phones are going to be zipped up, you know, when you take it and I'm going to be watching. So you have to learn how to do this. So if you want to use this app to help you, absolutely. You know, here's a, here's an example. I would say I, I'm resisting the urge to be the grumpy old man here. You know what I mean? It's like, well, everybody, it's give, you know, it's everything's given to people now and, and they just have all this and the apps do it for them and all this. Okay. Okay. Stop. Stop what you're saying there. Uh, had a headlight go out in my Chevy Traverse. You ever change a headlight on a Chevy Traverse? Good luck finding where to get that, th that bulb out. You know, you have to go up through the fender well to get it. How did I learn that? If I had to sit down without any instruction to try to change the headlight and I didn't have the money to take it to a mechanic to do it, who would charge me a ridiculous amount of money to do it? Uh, I, I would have... It would have taken hours because you have to go up through the fender well 
uh, with your arm and and basically do it completely blind with, with your hand. You're, you're up to your shoulder in that fender well trying to grab onto that thing. How did I learn how to do it? YouTube. Totally YouTube. Watched a little five-minute video on how to do it. Went outside. Took me 15 minutes probably, but I got it done. Right? Nothing got broken. Nothing was... Not too many curse words. But I got through it. Is that cheating? Well, no, it's not. You know, things are changing, people. It's changing. We have to change with it. But I knew what a Phillips screwdriver was. And so tools-wise, I, I had the tools. You understand that? I had the tools to do that job. I just didn't know how to do that job. Now, if Photomath is doing that, or whatever app it is, is doing that for you, that here's what you do first, and then you can kind of get it from there, and you're in a pinch in your home, and you got nobody to help, or you're, you know, wherever you're at, and you just need to see one done real fast, absolutely, use it, use it, I think you're giving up something if you're not, but when it comes test time, you need to be able to do it on your own without any assistance, and that involves practicing. Um, what's the bad? Well, it only shows you one way most of the time to do something, and that may lead to bad habits in math. You know what I mean? Like all the little nuancey things that's going on there, algebra-wise, I can't even tell you how many just ways there are, and the harder math gets, the, the true beauty of it, of math Oh, he's talking about math. This is so boring. <laughs> I understand. But the beauty of it is the harder math gets, the more ways there are to do it. You know, you can maybe solve a problem six different ways. Photomath's not going to tell you six different ways. Not not to my knowledge, anyway. Um, and here's the thing. You have to be able to understand why the steps work. You know, when I change the headlight, I understand why it works. What we don't want is to get uh, a new, what are, we, what are we gonna call it? Breed of student, whatever you wanna call that. That has been photo mathing their way up through the ranks and I get them in algebra two, pre-calc, stuff like that. And they don't understand why anything works. Now that's what we don't want because then we're gonna have a massive, massive problem. <clears throat> yeah, that's for sure. Um, if you rely on photo math, this is what I always tell my students. I'm like, this isn't a crutch. This isn't something you rely on. It's like a calculator. <laughs> you know, should we use calculators? Should we just do everything by hand? No, 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 we're not. <clears throat> there is a way to do square roots. Say the square root of 48. There's a way to do that by hand. Does anybody teach it anymore? No, nobody. I don't think there's value in that. When there's a clear button that we could just hit and get the answer. It's like 6.9 or something. I think I said square root of 48. Yeah, a little bit less than seven. Um, but if you rely on it to do your work, you're going to learn very, very little. If not, if uh, almost nothing. So I'm, I'm debating what to call this episode. And I've, I've done one about why homework is important. I think that episode is called why homework is important because it is. Um, but 
doing your homework, you know, having something done on paper now is a whole different ball game now, isn't it? With photo math, I give people 10 problems, 15 problems to go take home and do, and they come back and the steps are all there and it looks like, it looks like a dream, you know, do, how do I know if they know how to do it? You see what I mean? This is why tests and quizzes and assessments like that are so important because it, you're going to find out, right? Who knows how to do it? And that's what we're measuring is do you know how to do it? Um, if a student says, <clears throat> I can do this, but I can't explain it to someone. I'm pretty sure I said this on an episode recently. If a student says I can do this, but I can't explain it to someone, they don't understand it. That put that baby on a stone tablet. That is a fact. They don't understand it all the way yet. I think when you do your homework, you should be able to go to the board and explain it to the class. When you reach that level, you have done your homework. Do you understand that? When you reach that level, your homework is done. Having stuff on paper, having your homework, air quotes, done. Well, that can mean a whole bunch of different things, right? But you should make that your goal. Um, as teachers, I think we need to focus on the why right now. Why does this work? Photomath does not tell you that. It doesn't tell you why things work. You know, why is it that if I divide by a negative sign, I flip the inequality symbol? Hmm. Photomath's not going to tell you that. It just shows you that it's flipped. Understanding why that stuff works. Why, if you divide by zero, it's undefined. What's that mean? What does that mean? If you want to find that stuff out, by the way, you can go to my other math website. <laughs> I'm not promoting it. I've had it since 2013. It's called 299seconds.com. There's about 350 math videos of me doing math on there. All that stuff's on there. You can find everything there. Um, yeah, but we need to focus on the why. Looking up facts and data via Google is something that people would do in any job. You know, so things have kind of changed, like memorizing dates and things like that. We can look that stuff up. Memorizing formulas, we can look that up. You know, when I was a kid, you couldn't really look that up. It wasn't in the dictionary. There was no internet. If you were lucky enough to have encyclopedias, I suppose you could find it in there. But like we went to school and learned this mystic knowledge, right? Now it's not mystical. It's it's everywhere. It's right there. Do you know how to use it though? Do you know why it works? This is the important thing. It has always been the important thing. Always. You know, <clears throat> no one, no one wants someone that is worthless when the internet goes down though. Right? Can we say that? You know, what's what's photo math give you if the internet goes down? Would I know how to change the uh, headlight on a traverse if if there was no YouTube? No, I would have to go out there and, and mess around with it. Now, would I learn something by messing around with it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you learn something by goofing up math? And fixing it, you learn the most doing that. And that's what scares me about photo math is it tells you a way to do it. 
And so once it, once you see that, you can't unsee it. You see what I mean? So you're going to you're going to take the easy path. The brain just works that way. It's always going to do that. Um so yeah, that's why this this needs to be we need as teachers to explain to students, "Hey, this can ruin you. Absolutely ruin you in math if you rely on this. You will learn nothing." And when it comes test day, you will draw an instant blank, not know the mechanics of what you're doing at all, not know what a Phillips screwdriver is or where a fender well is. And you will flunk the test. <clears throat> so you use it to get yourself out of a jam, right? Um, I think as a last resort to show someone the way it's absolutely good. Um, but a student may default to relying on this app very quickly <clears throat> and be learning, I don't know, 5% of what you're teaching. Um, so we have to teach them as, as teachers. And I don't know about Grammarly. I mentioned that earlier. I love that. That's some good stuff right there. Grammarly, Grammarly for Chrome. Are you kidding me? got to get that extension right that's amazing um but we must we must teach students what being a student means and that means failing sometimes it means failing it means redoing it means relearning being a student learning something learning anything isn't easy it looks like you're it's struggling right it is i've said this numerous times when you are learning the most, you look like your face looks like you're bench pressing. It, it is, it is a frustrating mess of a thing when you're learning. If you push through it, I think apps like photo app as a last resort can be like a spotter on that bench press. See what I mean? It can help you use it that way, <clears throat> but realize you didn't actually get it. You understand? Let's go back to that spotter metaphor. Spotter is someone that jerks the weight up off of you before it crushes you. You know? Um, yeah. Photomath, is, if it, spotter isn't there, you didn't bench press that weight. If you're using photomath, you didn't do that problem. Hold on a second. Let me give myself the howitzer on that one. That's a good one. That's a good, good parallel right there. Did you hear it? If you're using photomath, you're not doing it. It's a spotter. And it when it was about to smash you, it jerked it back up off you. <clears throat> That's okay if you keep working. Eventually you'll get it. Um, you have to struggle and fail to learn math or anything. Anything. Um, if you take the struggle away, you will not grow let's put it that way you will not grow as a student it's like your your muscles right you have to struggle to make them grow I, i've always i always default back to math and weightlifting they, they they're absolutely similar they really are um yeah um i i th you know use with caution i think you need to be open as a teacher with students about this, hey, let's all look at this. You know, instead of like, don't use that, because they're gonna use it. If you tell them that, they're going to use it more. 
if you try to say, hey, this this is going to, here's the thing. Here's what happened. Here's what it's showing. Here's why this is not that great, actually. <clears throat> here's how you should use it. Here's why you shouldn't overuse it. Um, this, this is super, super important. I would love to talk to an English person about Grammarly. Like that, that's a, that Grammarly is a, an app that runs on, it runs on a PC. Um, if you have it and if you type anything, if you type into social media, it will just make little corrections for you or tell you, Hey, you need to put a hyphen in that, or you need to put an apostrophe here or a comma here. And it'll suggest all that stuff, you know, so that your writing is more correct, I guess. But I, I don't know if it's overdoing things or or what that is. So as far as that goes, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a good thing, I would think. Um, I think stuff that's readily available should be used. You know, like calculators are readily available. I can remember saying, you're not going to be at a grocery store and have a calculator on you. Who would do that? Well, we all do it now. All right, so times have changed there. So we can't say that anymore. We always have a calculator. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at with it. I think I think a, a teacher and, a, and their students should explore these apps together. One, because the teacher, so they're current on this stuff. And, and we're aware of what's going on. Um, I think this can be helpful overall. I think it can be hurt, hurtful, harmful, whatever you want to call it, to a student's growth for sure. Um, but we, I think it's more important right now for teachers to focus on why, why stuff works, why this was important, uh, what it is to learn, what it's like to be a student, um, what being a good student is like, what being a bad student looks like. You know, I talk about this stuff every day between the problems, every single day. And I think it's so important. And um, because I've noticed my students are a lot more motivated this year. And I just think it's important that um, during, you know, these weird times that we're having still uh, that we do that. So that will be all. Uh, so overall, I give it a, a, I give apps like that a thumbs up, um, if used with absolute caution and, um, and care, you know, you don't want to just go, sure. A hammer works. A hammer is a great tool, but you don't want to just use it to fix the headlight on a, on a traverse, you know, and, and you certainly don't want to try to bench press with a hammer. So, um, use use apps like that with caution all right five star review my podcast if you like it that would be helpful share it with a friend tell somebody about it teacher answers at gmail.com is how you get a hold of me the website is tapodcast.net and it is updated and and is super sexy so i will talk to you later have a good one don't forget to keep butt in life all right have a good one bye you have been listening to teacher answers if you would like to submit a question drop me an email at teacher at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail on the anchor podcast site anchor.fm slash teacher answers 